We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. From the Southeast Conference to the Woodland. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes and everything in between. All about that nasty D. They're all going down. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Now, here's Wisconsin Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies and WSSP's high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented, as always, by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. I've got uh, Jake Davis, head football coach at Germantown, sitting in for Baby Tausch, who sat in for the Hall of Fame coach, Ron Davies, who is uh, getting better. Ron, uh, Ron had surgery a couple weeks ago. Was it a couple weeks ago? Maybe last Thursday. Man. And... Uh, he is, I hope he's listening. Ron, I hope you're doing great. Looking forward to uh, week one. In fact, when is week one next year, Jake? You got it in your head yet? Uh, it's still early. I don't know exactly the dates on that yet. Yeah, but, uh, it's, whatever it is, I hope We Ron, just got done, so give me a little time. I hope, Ron, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I know this is literally the last place you want to be, so I really appreciate it. It, is. it was so nice to uh, to see Megan again yes. yeah. and, and meet Jace. Yeah. Who, uh, what a what a nice, cute young boy he is. Good boy, yeah. We've been very lucky. He's a good boy. Yeah. He uh, he didn't want to take any of the football, basketball, or baseballs for me, but boy, when when Megan had it, he took it. Oh, absolutely. He hung on to the one little ball, which is perfect. I want him to take that home. Yeah, well, we appreciate it. Hey, level one, uh, and with a half hour late start, we're going to get right to it. If we can get to line one, Wayne Jensen, he is uh, at the Campbell Sport at Greendale Martin Luther game. Brought to you. Buy Hyundai Greenfield. Hey, uh, go and buy your car where I bought mine and where Baby Tausch bought his, uh, uh, Hyundai Greenfield and West Dallas. And uh, tell them that uh, Baby Tausch and Mike McGivern uh, sent you. Wayne, give us an update. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Go Spartans. 26 to 0, 11 minutes and 44 left in the second. Campbell Sports driving. Josiah Peterson, two pick six uh, touchdowns. Wow. And Darius Crawley Reed had a, 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 with a, another running touchdown, and Bryce Kalinski with a swing pass touchdown. 26 0 Spartan. Hey, uh, Wayne, just so people know, is is the principal at, at Martin Luther and one of the many bosses that I have in this world. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, not only did I coach against him when he was at Milwaukee Luther, and I think we just consistently beat him, but I don't remember. Oh. Um, but was also my daughter Katie went to Milwaukee Lutheran and said that Wayne Jensen to this day is the best teacher she ever had. Um, Wayne, you got to be really proud of of Coach Hopper and and this uh, Martin Luther team. All right, well, first of all, you're very kind. Thank you. Number one, number two, uh, Rick has done a fantastic job, uh, really turning this program around. And this last year they went to level four, right? And this year all those same guys are back and they're all seniors and they're 
even though we got a challenging regional setup uh, for this year with St. Kate's coming over to us, uh, we're these seniors are really excited about where they're going. It's obviously had a really cool and positive impact on the culture of our school. Well, I can, I can tell you, I, I wouldn't, uh, as coaches, we never, Jake, and you'll agree, we never look ahead, we work ahead. Absolutely. But guys in media, we all look ahead. <laughs> and that keel game is the one that scares me the most at this point, uh, Wayne. So if they can get to that one and, and get a chance to play keel, um, I, I think that that would be one heck of a battle. Undefeated conference champion, Keel, right? Right. That's that's yeah. the one. So that St. Catharines game is as far from my thoughts as possible. I'd like to see him get there because they can exercise a few demons when they get to that that game. But let's yep. let's get him there. Wayne, thank you so much. Keep us up to date, please. Twenty six nothing. Greendale Martin Luther over Campbellsport. You bet. Line two. Dan is at the Hartford West Bend East game. Dan, give us an update. We got sixteen and nothing in West End. Hartford winning. It's been all Hartford so far. Time of possession in the first quarter was like nine minutes for Hartford. So it's uh, said. Uh, give it to me again, Dan. Sixteen nothing Hartford. Yeah, sixteen nothing Hartford. Boy, fifty yard fifty yard rushing touchdown from uh, Savage. Hey Dan, this this Hartford team, guys like me can't figure out. I have a hard time figuring out the Hartford team, Dan. They're they're up and down a little bit, but man, when they got it clicking, they're awfully good. Uh, yeah, they kind of remind me of the uh, what was it? Maybe the '04 Giants. Um, yeah, they they seem to play two quarters just about every game. Question is, which two quarters are they going to play? Yes, no doubt, Dan. <laughs> thank like, you. Uh, hey, yeah, keep thanks. us up to please keep us up to date on that one because that's an upset waiting to happen. Let's get to line two, Rob Vite. He's at the Lake Geneva Badger at McGuanago game. Hey, Rob, give us an update. What's going on, fellas? It's 8-7 Badger over McGuanago, 8-7. Um, first series of the, of the game, uh, McGuanago went, went 83 yards, uh, capped off by a 15-yard touchdown pass by Dalton Gillette. So far, it's been a Dalton Gillette show. He's got five catches, 85 yards, big tight end for uh, McGuanago. As we speak right now, McGuanago just, just blocked the punt, and they're on the 19-yard line going in. Hey Rob, that's uh, another one. You know, and coach, and Rob, you, you the same way. When a team runs with Lake Geneva Badger runs, it's it's hard to get used to ready yeah. for that in in six days. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how McGuanago handles. You know, Badger didn't throw the ball much. He no. doesn't like to throw, and when he throws it, bad things happen. So if Badger can keep this thing close and wear them down a little bit. Um, I, Coach Hensler, he, he's uh, had a lot of success over the years. Yeah, we've actually scrimmaged them for the last number of years, and then they do a nice job over there. They're a tough team. So. Yeah. Hey, Rob, thank you so much. Keep us up to date. Yes, sir. Rob Vite brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com for more information. Let's get to line four. G- Jerry Vance, Indian Trail against Riverside at historic South Stadium. Jerry, give us an update. Uh, it's 6.43 in the second quarter. We have Indian Trail 7, Riverside 0. Riverside opened up the game with a squid pin kick, which they recovered. They continued to the march down the field. Unfortunately, uh, there was a fumble by Christopher Sykes that stalled that series. Um, after that, uh, both teams are playing great, great defense. Um, and then on a, on a third and 10, there was a 60-yard TD pass from Alex Jarvis to Connor Farrich to get us to 7-0. 
with 6.07 in the second. Jerry, thank you so much. Keep us up to date on that one. Let's get to line two. Tony Rush. Hey, Tony, in studio with me this week is uh, Jake Davis, head football coach at Germantown. Hi, Jake. Hey, how you doing? I'm great, buddy. How are you today? Doing all right. Hey, uh, what's going on at Homestead against Milwaukee Vincent? Tony Rush brought you by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. Vincent at Homestead. Tony, give us an update. Well, Mike, no surprise. We just finished the first quarter. Uh, Homestead has scored on all three of their first possessions. Uh, we have a Jack Rebound touchdown. We have a Willie Garrison touchdown. And we have a DeLon Blanks touchdown. Um, they've methodically just kind of driven the ball up and down the field. Uh, Vincent has struggled. We are at 20 to nothing right now. Vincent has just uh, they've struggled so far. It's, it's been a tough start for them. Uh, they've had a couple plays that uh, they've done some good things, but they're uh, – they're they're definitely struggling so far this this evening. Yeah, it's a tough that's a tough draw for uh for uh Shane and his his group at Vincent twenty nothing Homestead. Tony, thank you very much. Let's get to uh let's get to line one. Greg is at the Jefferson at Catholic Memorial game. Greg Weinschneider, give us an update. Hi, uh Mike. Uh this is a blowout so far. Uh Catholic Memorial is beating uh the Eagles of Jefferson. 24 to nothing. We're uh, into the second quarter, about three minutes in, and Catholic Memorial is about ready to score. Catholic Memorial took advantage of two interceptions um, by the Jefferson quarterback Ryan Brian Brooks um, in in the first quarter to score uh, some of their touchdowns. And you guys, it's been the Luke Fox and Tate Coppola show uh, for Memorial. Um, um, you know, just running and passing the ball all over this Jefferson Eagles team. Hey, Greg, thank you so much. Keep us up to date. Greg is brought to you by Balistrieri Brothers Pizza. Game day special. Two three-topping 16-inch pizzas, two garlic breads, and 20 wings, all for $49.99. Highway 100 and Beloit Balistrieri Brothers Pizza. Let's get to line three if we can. Jim Fisher, he's at the Kenosha Bradford at Oak Creek game. Jim, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we've got Oak Creek 17, Kenosha Bradford 0, with about six minutes left in the second quarter. Oak Creek's got touchdown runs from Isaiah Butler and their quarterback, Quinn Stuhl, and also added a field goal as well. Wow. That one, uh, hey, Jake, that one got away early. I, I watched Kenosha Bradford up close and personal. They played pretty well with Indian Trail. I thought they would give Oak Creek a little bit of a challenge, but so far... Not so much that 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 second tier of that conference mm-hmm. behind Franklin and 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 Racine Horlick and Oak Creek is just down. Yeah, I, and I, I guess I haven't watched a lot of what what, what they're doing there because yeah. you know that's that's not something new to me. But uh, you know, yeah, that those you know it's hard in that conference. They, there's you know I, I come from a tough conference. It's those, that's another tough one you yeah. go to. You know what? And you do come from maybe your conference this year was brutal. It By was, the way, yes, it was a gauntlet for sure. It was a gauntlet. Hey, Jim, keep us up to date. Thank you very much. Uh, before we get to a break, Carl Farbs, he's at the Burlington at Brookfield East game. Carl, give us an update. Gentlemen, hi. It's uh, 5.35 up here at uh, Brookfield East in Spartan Stadium. We have Brookfield East 7 and Burlington 0. Burlington don't open up a, a great drive to start the game, a nine-play drive, but ended, uh, ended with a uh, – a bad play. Brookfield East takes the ball. Second play of their first drive. A 90-yard touchdown run by Cam McDonald. And we just had a missed field goal by Brookfield East. A 35-yarder by Prodzinski. 
And uh, Burlington is driving. Nice 22-yard catch on a third and seven and a first and ten on Brookfield East 46 for Burlington as we uh, finish up this uh, this conversation, gentlemen. Carl, thank you very much. Keep us up to date on that one. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty uh, familiar with Brookfield East. I am. They're very good defensively. They got some guys over there that can play and, and they can score points too. So, yeah, uh, Burlington's best player is uh, is out for the year, uh, and um, he. I, in fact, I just met him and his family last week down at the Pick and Save in Burlington. He was one of our Pick and Save student athletes of the week, and about a six three kid. Uh, Wisconsin's offered a preferred walk on. He is getting offers, I think, North Dakota, and uh, the kid's a freak athlete. And talking with Coach Tenhagen, he said, look, I understand next man up. I do. Mm-hmm. This one's tough. Yeah. This this was our guy. Yeah. And uh, they, so they've played the last three games without him, and they've won two of the three. And it's uh, it's still difficult for him because he said so we, we counted so much on this kid. Whenever we needed a yard or three yards or six yards – he was the kid we looked to, mm-hmm. and he would figure out a way for us to get it, whether we put him in the backfield, kind of like one of your kids that you talked about. Yeah, we had similar situations. I mean, with a number of positions, linemen, some of our skill guys, you know, that our, our quarterback wasn't there for those three games. Our, you know, probably our best athlete was out for the last three or in and out. He was battling some injuries there. So that's tough because in high school you got what you got, and you got to, you know, next man is up. That is the theory, but it's tough when you have some of those guys go. Hey, this is before we get to a break. This is new for you. Yes, this is very new. This is really new for you. How are you doing with all this uh, mentally? You're doing okay. I'm doing all right. I, I think you know part of it. And I, I thought I've thought about this a lot. I think you know my focus is on the right things. It's not just you know the results driven thing for me. It's about the kids and about the experience that they get. And I'm still pretty confident that we do a pretty good job with that. So. You're, that night for you, and I've been through it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people listen and have been coaches or, or no coaches. Um, that that last game for you guys was win or go home, yeah. and and you lost. What was that night and the next morning for you? What was that? Tough? Uh, you know, it's tough because I because I I truly expected us to, to go on. I thought we you know we had some good things going that we'd be able to do, but. Uh, you know, I, I told our kids, I said, you know, your, your worth and value in this world is not in what you do, it's who you are. And I thought our, our guys, even through all that, showed a lot of character that night. Yeah. Uh, we, we went down, you know, it was, it was they went up 31-14 on us, and we actually ended up going back and scoring, getting an onside kicks, put, putting ourselves in a position to actually maybe come back, and they just never quit. So yeah. I, 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 I kind of focused on that kind of thing and the positives out of it. I just, I'm not a, I, don't, I tend not to be a negative person dwell on the, those things. I look for the positives out of everything. It's hard sometimes. It's very hard. When when you're sitting in your house with the lights off and by yourself, it's 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 hard. I, yeah. I you know, I'm like you and I always want to find the positives and make sure that the kids see me as, you know, mm-hmm. but it's uh it's a difficult thing and and uh I commend you and your staff to be able to, to carry that off cuz again, there are there are coaches that don't do it that way. Right. And um you know, I think they're missing out. Let's get to a break. He's Jake Davis. He is, uh, look, I want to say he's the head football coach at Germantown. He is. But I know this. He is first uh, the father of, of Jace and the husband of Maggie because we've <laughs> had that conversation. He's a good man, and I appreciate his willingness to come in. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela. 
Level 1 of the WIA playoffs underway. Oak Creek leading Kenosha Bradford 17-0 early. Lake Geneva Badger up on McGuanago 8-7. Brookfield East holding on at 7-zip against Burlington. Homestead cruising past Milwaukee Vincent 21-0. Greendale Martin Luther 26-0 lead over Campbellsport. Catholic Memorial leads Jefferson 31-0. Hartford on top early against West Bend East 16-0. And Riverside Kenosha Indian Trail still knotted up. Nothing, nothing. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your windows in before it gets cold. Go to PellaWI.com slash radio. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. We're going to get you most current and up-to-date scores at all the Level 1 key high school football games in the area. If we're not talking about one of the games and you're there, give us a call, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Come on the air with us or make sure, if nothing else, you give Anthony the score so we can pass it along. I did get an update um, from a couple, but you know what? We got him on, so let's get right to line two if we can. Wayne Jensen, he has uh, been trying to text me. I can't get his text. I don't know what's going on. He's at the Campbellsport at Greendale Martin Luther game. Hey, uh, Wayne, give us an update. Sorry about the text issues. Don't know what's going on. 32-6, to six, Sparty. Darius Crawley-Reed just got his second touchdown, 504 left in the half. Wayne, is he the best football player? Now, you were around Nick Roach. Yeah, uh, Nick Roach, uh, certainly one of the greatest football players ever to come out of Milwaukee Lutheran. Maybe the best. I, I, we can have that uh, argument. You can make a real strong argument there. Nick was Nick was special, and Nick has what Darius doesn't have, which was about uh, probably six or so inches on him, quite a bit more height. But uh, Darius Darius has got a couple steps on him, super quick. But you you mentioned Nick and Darius. Both of them are tremendous football players, but they're even better men, better young Christian men. You know Outstanding what? Outstanding guys. And and thank you for saying that because I was going to go in that direction. Nick, yep. but no, but Nick has been on Faith in the Zone with me on a show yeah. that I do, and Darius one day will be on Faith in the Zone with me as well. Yeah, and Nick played for me back when we beat you guys at Dominican. Go Red Knights! You know I don't remember <laughs> that game, but I know he didn't play for you his senior year. <laughs> I know. He North was gonna, Western, Northwestern didn't let him do it, which yeah, was unfortunate for us. It, it was, and he was at Cop Park across the street from my house, and I asked him a question. I said, so you're not playing basketball? He said, no. I said, let me ask you a question. It's two seconds ago. You guys are out of timeouts, down one, and a kid gets to the free throw line. Does Coach Jensen tell you guys to step in the lane and tie your shoe? He goes, yeah. He taught us that. I said, that's awesome. I appreciate the honesty, Mr. Nick Roach. Man, I can that, either confirm nor deny whether that's Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. Not only did Nick play well at Northwestern, but, man, he had a really good NFL career. Absolutely. and Again, and the future is just as bright for Darius, I think. I agree with that. He is Wayne Jensen, again, the principal at Martin Luther, and kind enough uh, to sit in. We had Don Wachillis heading out to that game tonight, and uh, Don had some some personal issues that he had to deal with, and Wayne, kind enough to step in. I really appreciate it. It's 32-6, Greendale Martin Luther over Campbell Sport. Uh, keep us up to date on that one. Let's get to line one. Uh, Rob Veit, he is at the uh, Lake Geneva Badger McGuanago game, and he is brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. 
Com. Rob, give us an update. 14-6, McGuanago. Uh, Badger fumbled the ball on the 20-yard line. Four plays later, six-yard touchdown by Josh Judessa. And now McGuanago is driving with one minute left in the half. 14-8. Hey, Ro- 14-8. Thank you. 14-8, McGuanago over Lake Geneva Badger. Rob, thank you very much. Let's get to line three if we can. Ted Lang, he's at the East Troy at New Berlin West game. Hey, Teddy, give us an update. Hey, we are at halftime. We had a quick first half. It is uh, New Berlin West up 14-7 to over East Troy. Two short rushing touchdowns by junior running back Adam Siegel to put uh, New Berlin West up 14-0. Uh, East Troy answered with their star uh, quarterback, who was their running back, Jake Dessart, with a one-yard touchdown. So we are at halftime. It is 14 14- Seven, New Berlin West. Hey, Teddy, let me ask you a question. Each week, you know, some of you guys send me a text, hey, if possible, can I get to this game? You always surprise me with games. Like, I didn't see you wanting to go to the New Berlin West East Troy game. Um, what about that game did you all want to go to to see? Uh, Coach Chasick brings me in every summer to do a program for his team. So, I, you know, I have a relationship with, with the coaches and the uh, and the kids here. So, you know, I, you know, I just wanted to see them one more time, and you know, hopefully we they come out on top for for uh, Coach Chasick and the, and the team here. So, boy, he's yeah. a, he's a good he's a good man, good coach. You know him, Jake. I know him Ben very well. Yeah, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy things are going I, really well. I for him. still I still shake my head at Grafton's decision to get rid of him. Yeah, I thought he was good for kids, and that and that to me is the number one thing. Yeah. I, think, I think he was doing good things there for kids too, and whatever happened happened. But I'm happy that things are going well for him now. Yeah, I think he is. Uh, he's in, he's he has forgotten about the Grafton thing. I haven't. I gotta <laughs> let stuff go, man. Yeah. I have a hard time letting stuff. go. I think Grafton would be far, way farther along. Now they made the playoffs this mm-hmm. year, but if they had kept him as the head of that program, I think he was moving in the right direction. You know, and the thing I notice here is that you know, just the respect the kids have for Coach Tafik. You know, and, and you know, he's a real good football coach, but he's also a better person too. Yeah, I agree. That's Ted Lang. Thank you so much. Ted is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Right now, they've got a deal going on half-off pre-finishing on any wood window or patio door on qualified projects. Go to PellaWI.com for more information. Let's get to line one if we can. John Moore, he's at the Waukesha West Wilmot game. Hey, John, give us an update. Well, Mike, uh, Wilmot opened up the scoring today by a 23-yard touchdown pass from Watson to Carlson. And then Waukesha West comes right back on a 51-yard run by Sam McCulak. And we have seven seven at the half. Wow! So that would in, technically that would be an upset if Waukesha West were to win this because of the seeding. But I I wouldn't call it an upset if I were if, at least I wouldn't. John, would you? Not at this point, Mike. Boy, these teams seem to be, seem to be evenly matched. You know, Wilmot's known for their defense, John. And uh, if they look to hold Waukesha West to seven in the first half. You never know with the Southern Lakes Conference. You know what you're getting when you talk about Waukesha West in that conference. Southern Lakes with with Waterford and Lake Geneva Badger and and Burlington, there are times that they're way better than guys like me think, and sometimes it's down. We'll find out tonight as Wilmot is is the three-seed, Waukesha West the six-seed. John, thank you very much. No problem, Mike. You bet. Keep us up to date. Let's get to line two, Carl. He's at the Burlington at Brookfield East game. Carl, give us an update. 
Well, gentlemen, it's now halftime here in Brookfield East, and it is still 7 to nothing Brookfield East. Um, if you were to actually see this game or get any real updates from a real, from a real professional, uh, it's, Brookfield East is showing nothing offensively. They have uh, they've been running about the basic seven, seven to eight plays. Uh, they've actually thrown the ball a little bit more tonight than normal. Um, a couple other people have not played for them. They've had Cam McDonald at the running back position along with Sam McGeff at the quarterback position all game. Uh, typically you would see uh, Donovan Hunt and a couple other running backs from Brookfield East. They are healthy. Uh, they they said they will play sometime tonight, but they've uh, they've kept it pretty basic. But Burlington's defense, after that uh, 90-yard touchdown run by Cam McDonald, that first drive from Brookfield East, they've played pretty well. They've actually uh, they've kept Brookfield East and, and this simplified receiver for Burlington. Jake, are you surprised that some of those kids aren't playing? Yeah, that that's interesting to me, and I, I wouldn't want to speculate why or anything, but I, I think you know that is because that uh, Donovan Hunt did a nice job versus us, and was you know was a big part of that you know reason they beat us obviously and hey carl so are they saying that that these kids are dinged up no the kids are healthy there's there's no injury problems at all they're just uh every now and then they kind of do this out here you know there are a couple of guys that just they rest them now they could come out this whole second half and donovan hunt could be on the you know, on the kickoff team and and run one back you know what i mean they could just be doing basic stuff resting some guys um Heading into, you know, yeah, I, Car- obviously, you know, you're going to be playing possibly Brookfield, Brookfield well, Central next week, so you don't know. Hey, you know. hey, Carl, look, I'm not going to disagree with anybody. I'm just going to tell you there, there's no chance there. There, something happened during the week, um, whether it's discipline or there's something. There's no, there's zero chance that they're going to be resting guys level one of the playoffs against Burlington, who's a pretty good team, so they're healthy against Brook Central. I, there's got to be – there'll be something that'll come out if it hasn't come out, but that's okay. I, I appreciate um, – Yeah, I'm trying to be politically correct. I know you're spinning. I know you're a Brookville East guy, Carl, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate all the work you do for us. Um, but, look, Ed, there's something going on there. and uh, yeah, well, yeah, I've got we'll, a few. We'll leave it the way it is, but I, I appreciate it. You know, it was a fun year with you guys. You know, hopefully we'll have a fun second half here in Burlington. Uh, keeps making this a great game. And Coach Davis, you know, I've, I've, I know a couple of the kids on your team from freshmen to some seniors, and they have nothing but great things to say about you and your program. And Mike, you know, obviously uh, we, you. we know some other people from Martin Luther to Milwaukee Luther, and especially Wayne Jensen. Gosh, I haven't seen that guy since high school. Great guy, great person. No, nah, so, he's still <laughs> a punk. No, he's, no yeah, he, he was never a punk. He's he was, still a punk. Yeah. Uh, okay, if you say so, then I'll agree with you. Yeah, okay. hey, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm going to tell you that no, Wayne is a good guy. Carl, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yes, thank you. Let's get to line three. Tony Rush always seems to be listening when I take people to task. He's at the Vincent at Homestead game. Tony, give us an update. Hey, Mike, 341 left in the uh, first half. Uh, Homestead just scored as I was getting ready to come on the – Show here uh, with the extra pending the extra point is 33-6, so it should be 34-6. Uh, Vincent actually hit on a 71-yard touchdown pass to Dwayne Cunningham, and when he caught it, it was like he was shot out of a cannon. It looked like Homestead guys were standing still, so they had a little excitement there, and they're starting to play a little bit better. So it's uh, it's 33-6, uh, 341 left in the first half. Hey, that quickness that you saw did that reminds you of me a little bit. <laughs> Um, actually, yeah, a lot like it was, there's no question about that. Yeah. Um, I I was wondering if that reminded you, you know, you know what I run a 40 in, right? Yeah, no, I, it looked like you at the dinner table with that fork and knife. How fast you get to the, to the rolls and Yeah, Boy, Tony, go ahead. 
couple other updates because uh, I haven't heard scores. Uh, Slinger is currently beating Menominee Falls 20-7. to 7. Uh, My neighbor, Rob Redding, is reporting on that. And then Ed Garza uh, uh, for Grafton. Grafton is beating Lux Casco 14-6 to 6, uh, just before halftime at Grafton. Hey, keep us up to date on those, Tony. You're a wealth of knowledge. 14-6, to 6, Grafton? Yes, 14 to 6 Grafton. And 20 to 7 Slinger over Menominee Falls. Hey, would you find Julius. out in that Slinger game if the running back from Falls is playing? Ju- yep, yep. Julius is playing. He scored their only touchdown oh. so far tonight. Interesting. And, uh, he, he, he's back. I, I, I had information that contradicted that uh, earlier in the week, uh, but I think somebody was trying to sandbag a little bit to say he wasn't going to play. So uh, he's back. He's, he's uh, healthy and he's fully cleared and uh, he's out there. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, uh, thanks a lot, Tony. Let's uh, let's get to line four if we can. Uh, Jim is at the Kenosha-Bradford-Oak Creek game. Jim Fisher, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we've got Oak Creek 17, Kenosha-Bradford 3 at half. Uh, Oak Creek's defense is really stepping up. They're being really aggressive. They're not letting Kenosha-Bradford do much with the ball on offense. A lot of quick three and out. Hey, what kind of crowd is out there tonight? I'd say it's about quarter full, a little light. Wow, that's uh, for a, le- a level one football game. You would want uh, you would want more people out there. Yeah, there's a big Brewer game. I guess that's why. Well, and, and the Brewers uh, just scored uh, two to uh, to go up two to one in the first. As we watch it on the ABC audio video flat screen here in the studio. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, hey, Jim. Hold yep. on. They just went up three one. Perfect. Three. I like that. I like that. You got it. Thank you very much. Let's get to a line two if we can. Dan Flanagan. He's at the Hartford at West Bend East game. Dan, give us an update. Well, we got fourteen to six now. West Bend has scored twice. Well, hold on, hold on. Get, get, I thought it was sixteen nothing Hartford the first time you called. Yeah, it was sixteen nothing at the end of the first quarter. Okay. Starting off the first quarter or the second quarter. I think about the third play of the drive, West End. Uh, Simpson did a uh, completed a seventy yard touchdown pass to Kirk. So it's and then their two point PAT or uh, point drive was good. So it's is so it sixteen fourteen Hartford? Yeah, sixteen fourteen. Yeah, okay, good, Dan. Thank you. I, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Sixteen fourteen Hartford, Dan. It's funny because when you called in, you said, "Look, they they play two really good quarters. What two quarters are going to play?" Well, second quarter is not their quarter. Then it wasn't tonight. It was not tonight. I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, and there's a minute left, and they started to figure out how to keep Simpson in the pocket. Simpson gets out of that pocket. Pocket is dangerous, and uh, they sacked him for a ten yard loss, and then a nine yard loss. Looked like a sack fumble, um, but it was not called a fumble. Huh. And their second score was uh, uh, West End's second score uh, was a nice twenty-four yard touchdown pass, but it did come off uh, come off a or after a very questionable pass interference call on uh, Nick Pepin, where Pepin was really going for all ball for Hartford, and the West End receiver was behind him, draped over his back, but he drew the flag. And then that play or that drive resulted in a touchdown. Hey, got a personal question for you. Has your son gotten a haircut since the last time I was out in Hartford? <laughs> no, he has not. But he has promised to get a cut after football season. I don't Man. want him to. I think it's glorious. Man, it you know what? 
I if I was a barber, I would I would open a shop in Hartford. I'm just telling you. <laughs> he is he is Dan Flanagan. Thank you so much. Please keep us up to date. It's 1614 Hartford over West Bend East. Before we get to a break, let's get to a Greg. He is at the Jefferson that Catholic Memorial game. Hey Greg, give us an update. Hey, it's halftime here and uh uh Waukesha Catholic Memorial has a commanding 38 to nothing lead Man. um over over Jefferson. And you know, I talked to uh Jefferson coach Steve uh this afternoon um and he said that they had a new offensive coordinator who just looked for them to spread the ball out and and this this Catholic Memorial team is just really strong. They they haven't allowed Jefferson to do that as as they've wanted to uh, they've wanted to so far. So, but uh, thirty eight to nothing um, at halftime. Uh, three interceptions in the first half by uh, by Jefferson, which have been very very costly for them. Yeah, no, absolutely no doubt. Greg Weinschneider, thank you so much for the update. Again, it is Catholic Memorial 38-0 over Jefferson. No surprise there. Let's get you a break. The other side of the break will continue to get you scores and updates. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Jake Davis sitting in for Bill Schmidt, sitting in for Hall <laughs> of Fame. Ron Davis, nobody can sit in for Ron. In fact, I won't even let these guys sit in the same chair. they got to move over one because Ron Davis is, is uh, sorely missed on this show. This is, again, the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio, 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Kick things off with a couple of pro scores going on around the Milwaukee area. The Brewers jumping out to an early 4-1 lead in Game 6 of the NLCS. Jesus Aguilar, Mike Moustakas, Eric Kratz all finding themselves in the RBI column in the bottom of the first inning. So 4-1 Brewers there in Game 6. And out at Fiserv Forum in the opening game, 38-29 Bucks lead just under 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. To high school football, Oak Creek leading Kenosha Bradford 17-3. Kenosha Indian Trail on top, 7-0 against Riverside. Homestead taking down Milwaukee Vincent, 27-6. Greendale Martin Luther on top, 32-6 against Campbellsport. New Berlin West leading East Troy, 14-7. McGuanago up on Lake Geneva Badger, 14-8. Wilmot and Waukesha West tied 7-7. Brookfield East over Burlington, 7-0. Catholic Memorial ahead, 38-zip against Jefferson. And West Bend East and Hartford are going at it. It's 16-14. Hartford on top there. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your windows in before it gets cold. Go to PellaWI.com slash radio. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela for Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. We'll get you the most current and up-to-date scores of all the Level 1 high school football games in the area. I'm Mike McGivern sitting alongside the head football coach at Germantown. He's Jake Davis. And during the break, Jake, I, this is really interesting because 
we we had this conversation as a basketball coach. Won some state championships um, in the WIA, then in the Christian schools throughout the state. And and I said to you, you know, I I remember very little of the championship games, mm-hmm. but I I can tell you, you know, the, the final quarter, the final half against Cuba City, against Oostburg, where we lost in overtime, against some of the schools in in the Christian schools. I can tell you almost nothing about the the finals, and what that tells me is is I'm one of those guys that the journey to get mm-hmm. there was way more important to me than 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 winning it. And you said, Mike, I'm I'm the same way. Yeah, I, that that's what I lived. I've won state championships, national title. I've been on numerous conference championship teams, and 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 that's all well and good. But a lot of the, what I remember is is the experiences and the journeys and the the people that were along the way. And I try to tell my kids that all the time. And that's, what's really important. That's the experience that I want to give to kids. So that's what can make this a little bit easier at times. It's still, I still want to win. I'm still competitive. So I don't want to give that wrong impression. I think sometimes people think that when I talk that I'm, I'm not about winning, but that's not the case. I just don't, I focus on, I think a little bit different things than others. Yeah. And, and you know what? Winning's great. I remember, I remember leaving the Cole center when I uh, coach with coach Wallace. I'm the first state championship um, at Dominican that I was a part of with him. And I got in the car with my wife and my son, Matthew, and my daughter, Katie, and driving out of the Kohl's Center, I said, that's it, huh? Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, what? I said, "That, that's it. Like, we, I, I don't know what I thought. I don't know if I thought that the heavens would open up and the angels would sing or there'd be confetti on my head. Right. I, I just didn't. But I can tell you the journey to get there. Right. And it was just... Really, uh, it, it 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 had a real lasting impact on me. Where I thought, okay, take snapshots of all of this stuff that's going on, because if you do, if you're lucky enough, the other thing I learned, it's really hard to get there. It is very hard to get. There. It's really difficult to get there, and I thought, wow, this is hey. Man, yeah. this is good. It's not as fulfilling as one would think all the time. I mean, it's great. It's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'm not right. saying that, but me I'll too. Ask, I'll ask kids all the time that I, former players come back. I say, what was our record? You remember that? Nobody Nothing. remembers. No. What was your favorite moments? And they'll just rattle off things all the time about what they loved about the experience, and that's really what it's all about. It's interesting. I've When I have seniors on the scoreboard show, I'll say your favorite memory. And and one of my favorite, and, and we've got the we've got Wayne Jensen holding for Martin Luther, so he'll enjoy this. I had uh, seniors a few years ago from Martin Luther, and we're talking baseball. And I asked a kid named Max Hoffman. I said, your favorite memory of playing baseball at Martin Luther? And I'd asked the other two guys, and it was, hey, we, we won a divisional game. We won a level. We won a playoff game, or we won our conference. Max said, um, my my buddy um, who's in the in the studio here was pitching, and his name is Dakota Lee, and we laughed because Dakota was right there. And he said, it was just a regular game, and he was pitching, and the guy hit one so far, it went out of the park across the street and landed in the parking lot at the Walmart from the field we were playing. And I go, that's your favorite memory. He goes, I've never, se- I've never seen a ball hit that far, and it was hysterical. But that was his memory. Right. That was his. And he said, look, we came back and won, and it was really fun. But I always give Dakota a bunch of smack about it because he laid one right down the middle, and this kid hit the ball literally a mile. Yeah. That's how far he hit it. So let's get to line two if we can. Wayne Jensen, Campbellsport at Martin Luther. Wayne, give us an update. 46 to 6 halftime oh. Spartans. Uh, Darius Crawley Reed with a 65 yard pick six with no time on the clock. Are you kidding me? No, not at all. Not at all. You know how and many time, the- times he scored this year the last play of the half? He's done oh, it like three or four times different ways. 
and was interesting. He went down with an injury, and a lot of people held their breath here. And I uh, took like four snaps off and snapped off a couple TDs. You know, I saw him in the hall the other day, and he said, "Coach, you got to quit telling people I'm tone deaf." He used to sit behind me at Brookside Baptist Church, and I said, look, the kid's got a, a big-time winning smile. He does well in the classroom. He's a great athlete. But you know what? He sat behind me, and he can't sing a lick. He said, look, I'm in the choir. I sing just fine. He and is I, in the concert choir. Come I on, know, <laughs> but I, I got to find something to rip him on. What else am I going to rip him on? Not a whole lot. <laughs> you know what? His new hairdo I can rip him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a free bowl of soup with that haircut. Up yeah, he got that <laughs> little color in the front. I don't know about that. Wayne Jensen, thank you very much. It's 46-6, Martin Luther over Campbellsport. Let's get to line one. John Moore is at the Waukesha West Wilmot game. John, give us an update. Mike, Waukesha West takes the opening kickoff of the second half. Straight down the field. Their passing game is looking really sharp so far. Brooks Blunt to Devin Townsend for 12 yards out. We have 13-7 Waukesha West with 8.30 left in the third quarter. And Waukesha West inside the 30 again. Looks like they're driving the score again, Mike. Hey, John, on Saturday at uh, State Fair Park for the Nary Home Improvement Show, um, Sheila Mickey from Wendy's brought over uh, Brooks, who's the starting quarterback for Waukesha West, and his brother Connor Blount, the starting quarterback at Oregon State, who was in town to watch his son play. And these are two real, and and their mom, two really nice quality young men. And I want to thank uh, I thank Wendy's and Sheila Mickey for doing that. But man, I said Brooks, how are you guys going to do this week? He said, I think we'll be okay. Wilmot's really good defensively, but I think we got a good game plan. And so they go into halftime, adjust a few things, and and uh, maybe taking control of this one a little bit. Yeah, a little bit so far, Mike. Like I said, the passing game is looking really sharp. They're really on the ball. Hey, I asked I asked Connor, who I said, at, at this age, when you were a junior high school, who's the better quarterback? He said, he, he is. The problem is he doesn't work nearly as hard as I did. And I said, Brooks? He goes, he's right. I need to work harder. And then Connor said, but with all the skills, he's a better overall quarterback than I was as a junior, which is saying something. Hey, John Moore, thank you very much. Let's get to line three. Carl Farbs, he's at the Burlington at Brookfield East game, and he is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smoking Hot Mary. And for all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work, Carl, give us an update. Gentlemen, it is 9.14 left in the third quarter. I now have Brookfield East. 14, Burlington 0, and of course that name we brought up the last time we talked, Dino Hunt, uh, had a, a three-yard jet sweep, and the very next play they ran a wheel route with him in a 63-yard score. Uh, he made the catch uh, just over the outstretched fingers of the Burlington defender, and, well, but it was, a, it was a great play by Sam McGaff and, uh, and Dino Hunt. Well, I guess that rest in the first half has paid off, Carl. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe he was out getting a lottery ticket or watching the Bucks game or the Brewers. Well, maybe he was at Wendy's getting some chili because my wife just showed up with some Wendy's chili. for. He, so there we go. And, and, and Carl, I'm sure when uh, your wife gets home, she'll be calling Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin for some new windows. Hey, don't forget, we live across the street, so she's looking out a pillow window and door right now. That's Carl, that's good. <laughs> you know what? You'll be back next year, pal. Well done. That's Carl <laughs> Harps. He is at uh, Brookfield East, 14-0 over Burlington. You know, the winner of this is, will probably take on Brook Central. And uh, that crosstown rivalry game, the second time you play, I know that Brook Central beat Brook East that first time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's that's a tough one, man. That'll be a big game. That's that's a good game. Yeah. Brookfield East might not be what they have been the last two years. No, I mean defensively, I think they're still pretty good. Offensively, they're not quite as potent maybe as they've been, but uh, you know they're definitely can still hang in there. And that it doesn't matter in those games. I remember when we were you know in the North Shore playing Homestead, we it doesn't matter what the record was. Doesn't matter. That was always a game, so you can guarantee it's going to be a game regardless. Years ago, I had uh, I had some kids from Brookfield Central out doing my my show, and Brookfield East then came in. In fact, it was the yeah, it was the Brookfield East kids that I was talking to. And uh, he said, I asked these kids, who do you, these Brook Central kids, who do you who do you circle? Who's your rivalry game? Five kids. One said Marquette. Four said Brookfield East. He said, look, I see these guys all summer long. And all I want to do is be able to walk up and go, you're right, we had one win this year, but it was against you, wasn't it? You know, that kind of stuff. And, and that, uh, that's a big game, and it's a big game at conference and a really big game. In uh, in the playoffs, so let's get to line one if we can. Back out to Waukesha West and Wilmot. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, last time I told you they were inside the thirty, and Sam McCulloch capped it off with a twenty-one yard touchdown run. They went for two and did not get it. Got snuffed. We have nineteen to seven. Uh, Waukesha West over Wilmot. Seven oh one left in the third. John Moore, thank you so much. Keep us up to date. Hey, Jake, when. Uh, when you're talking at halftime, and and you're a coach like Steve Rux, and he's been around a long time, and he he's uh, he he is awfully good, and you've been how long have you been the head coach now? This will be my this is my eighth season. Yeah, you're a veteran yeah. and no longer a young gun, pal. Um, <laughs> the adjustments that you make, how good have you gotten you and your staff at making adjustments at halftime? Have you have you gotten pretty good at I it? I think we've gotten pretty good at. It. I think our guys, well, I, and my defensive side. I mean, my my defensive coordinator is a Hall of Famer, so he's been doing this quite a bit. What's um, his name? Uh, Dave Bransky. Oh, sure. Um, so he's he's been doing it for a while. You know, he did it all those years with Phil, so so they know what they're doing. Offensive side, we're a little younger, but I think we've been together long enough, and we know where we're going. And I think we do a pretty good job there. I miss Phil. So do I. I miss Phil very much. You know what? I don't. Uh, we I did a show earlier in the year where we had uh, retired guys. Dick Basham was here yeah. along with Terry Kelly, Dan Brunner, um, missing one guy. Oh darn it! Yeah. And uh, all I said was, "Man, can you imagine if Phil was still around? He'd be sitting right here." And they all started laughing. They're like, "We wouldn't even get a word in." Edgewise, no. I go, "Yeah, but you know how entertaining that would be." Yeah. He, uh, like you, Jake, cared more about the community and those kids than he did about wins. Absolutely. But uh, it, you you get a chance to see his name every home game. I do, and I that's you know he's a strong force for me yeah. to keep doing what I'm doing and keep doing it the way I'm doing it because I know that's how he'd want it done. So good for you, Jake. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get your scores and updates. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. If my wife is listening, keep sending them. That's awesome. She keeps texting stuff, Jake. I love this girl. Yelich gets a hit, a double. He's back. <laughs> I love that. Let's get right to it. We'll go down the line. Jim Fisher, he's at the Kenosha-Bradford Adult Creek game doing a great job for us here tonight. Jim, give us an update. All right. We've got Oak Creek 24, Kenosha-Bradford 3. Oak Creek's defense stepped up again and got an interception by Anthony Hibbard that set up a 30-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Grant Stuhl to Daniel Kramer to put the Knights back up 
24-3. Hey, the winner of this game will take on the winner of the Racine Horlick-Mesmer-Shorewood game. If I had to guess, I'd say Racine Horlick, Jake. So yeah. you've been part of this where teams in the same conference are you, now here you go. You get a chance to play second round, second level two, yeah. playing some of you're very familiar with. Is that better for you as a staffer or harder? I, I just I just think you know I I don't love love it in the fact that I'd like to play someone new in, the, in these playoff games and get you know see those guys maybe a little late. When we used to be in the North Shore Conference, we'd always joke about going to the North Shore Conference Championship again and yeah and trying to get through it again. I, I would rather go travel way far away to see somebody else. I think a lot of people feel that way, but you know is it an advantage? You know yeah you you see those guys so you know those games get a little closer, a little tougher, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I agree. Let's get to Rob Vite. He's on line two, Lake Geneva Badger at McGuanago. Hey coach, give us an update. 28-8, to McGuanago. Wow. Uh, you guys were talking about second-half adjustments. Um, it looks like McGuanago figured it out. They scored two uh, touchdowns so far in his third quarter. Another touchdown to Dalton Gillette. Big boy has 120 yards, two touchdowns, big tight end. And then their uh, running back, Joshua Ducessa, also has two touchdowns, about, about 80 yards rushing so far. Hey, Rob, last week you teased us and said, hey, I'm going to have a – an announcement coming up here soon. Anything you can share with us yet? No, nah, not yet. Just keep your fingers crossed. Big, big, big things for our family. Looking, well, it's looking bright. Hey, Jake, Rob Vite, where did you coach uh, a couple years ago? You were in Florida? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm from Sanford, Florida, North Orlando. Uh, okay. Football in the south. Oh, we got a big runner right here, Badger. Looks like an 80-yard touchdown. Sorry, guys. 80-yard touchdown, Badger. Well, there so you go. Looks like it's going to be 28-14. But, yeah, North Orlando, Sanford, Florida, um, some famous people by the name of Tim Raines and and Jeff Blake and some of those guys. Yeah. Have you ever heard of them? I heard yeah. of all those guys, no doubt. <laughs> well, uh, I know you want to get back into coaching, and I appreciate all the work you've done for us this year on the scoreboard show. If you're back coaching next year and you win a game, you make sure you come on the show and talk to me. Don't be big-timing me. <laughs> No, Mike, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be around ball still and, and come around and see some great games in, in Wisconsin. I, I truly appreciate it. Hey, uh, you're feeling healthy? Everything's good? Yeah, everything's good. We raised a little over $60,000 last week at Heart Park for colorectal cancer with Freighter Hospital. So I, I appreciate the plug last week also. Rob, so you were talking about a guy that gives back to the community, loves football, and understands it. He did tell me that I, I he said as far as coaching – I'm a lot like Jed Kennedy, so you know if he comes in your conference what you're getting into. Yeah. He is Rob Vite. McGuanago up 28. Go ahead. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you bet. Keep us up to date. 28-14, McGuanago over Badger. Uh, let's get to uh, to line three if we can. Teddy Lang, he's at the East Detroit New Berlin West game. Ted, give us an update. Yeah, here it's uh, going into the fourth quarter, and New Berlin West is holding on to a 20 20- to 14 lead over East Troy. East Troy is now on the two-yard line ready to score. Uh, New Berlin West West scored on a 49-yard touchdown run, one of the best runs I've seen all year by Adam Siegel. The extra point was missed, which is coming up huge right now. Uh, East Troy then took the kickoff and hammered it all the way down, and their running back, Dylan Jack, scored on a one-yard touchdown run. Uh, and then they traded punts, and then there was a the wind here has caused some problems. East Troy got the ball, you know, close to the West Territory. They are now on the two yard line going into the fourth quarter. 
hey, the winner of that game will take on Catholic Memorial, um, who I I see on our board. They're up 38-7 over Jefferson. Ted, thanks for the update. Let's get to line one if we can. John is at the Waukesha West Wilmot game. John, another update. Go. Here we go, Mike. Wilmot not going away so fast. 50-yard touchdown pass. Watson to Carlson makes it 19-13. to But West is not about to be stopped. Sam McCulak goes out from 17 yards out. Two-point conversion is good. We have 27-13 with 3.15 left in the third. Man, it was 7-7 to at halftime. Look at all these updates that Coach Rux was doing. Exactly, Mike. He's keeping me busy on the phone. Yes, he is. That's that's good. We like having you on, John. Thank you very much. Let's get to line four, Greg Wanschneider. He's at the Catholic Memorial Jefferson game. Greg, give us an update. Hey, you guys, Jefferson is coming back with some signs of life here. We've got a 38-7 score, um, and Jefferson's about to score again here in the uh, with about two minutes left in the third quarter here. Um, a 75-yard touchdown pass uh, to Nolan Fawetter was the first uh, touchdown pass of the uh, of the of the game for Jefferson, beginning uh, in the uh, third quarter. And it looks like Jefferson just got a pass intercepted, so that stalls their drive. But Jefferson was uh, coming back with uh, some signs of life. Mike, can I ask you a quick question? Does sure. the name Wollersheim ring a bell uh, to you? Oh, yeah. Lee, is Lisa out there? No, I've got Joe Drees, who uh, coached uh, with Bob Wollersheim. Um, uh, Paul uh, Paul Wollersheim. Our Paul Wollersheim. Yeah. yeah, I've got I've got Joe you, right you, here. You tell Joe we've got to get to a break, but I look forward to talking to him. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank okay. you. Okay, thank you very much. It is uh, Catholic Memorial 38-7. I don't know if Jefferson's coming back. You know what You know what uh, Coach Young is doing, right? He's doing something so he can yell at his boys. Yeah. You know that? He'll give up a couple, so it would be you know, 40, whatever, to 14. And he can say, I don't care. We give up 14 points to Jefferson. We're going to get after it next week. <laughs> they will play the winner of that East Troy-New Berlin West game. Let's get to a break. On the other side of the break, we'll continue to get to scores. We go until uh, the end of the Bucks game. So... 9.30, quarter to 10, something like that. We'll get some winning coaches on before they get on the bus or in the locker room. Hey, you're always coaching at this time. You have no idea how fast this show is, did you? No, I honestly have never heard it before. Man, <laughs> Other she, than being on it maybe they, after a win, but yeah, that's you, about it. You've been on it, and this thing goes, it's too fast for me. Yeah. Jake, we got to have a young guy doing this show. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> usually me and Ron Davies. I'm the young guy when it comes to him and I, but he uh, – uh, again, I, I hopefully he's listening. We're trying to find you a Messmer Shorewood uh, score coach. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School football scoreboard show presented by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin, and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School football scoreboard show. Hey, Ryan, you're a big fantasy Yo. football guy. You're on that show. Yep. At uh, six fifteen last night, I made a change with my defense and picked up the Denver Broncos. Last night you did? I did before the game. I did. Oh, that was a good move, man. Thanks. I was fu- I was facing them actually. <laughs> you, do you need me to come in and be a special guest on that uh, that fantasy football the the uh, Allegra allergy? Yeah, we do actually. Yeah, yeah, we could use your help. Yeah, I don't know. Get William Howe back. The I liked from- him. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, man. 
I, we you, were joking with them. I was like, you know, usually they bring in these guests. We don't know how they're going to be. I was like, I like you. Yeah. You should come in every week, man. Well, other than being a Detroit Lions fan and a huge hockey guy. See, gonna... if he was a Bears fan, I would have kicked him out. The Lions, they're harmless. Yeah. They... Oh, well, boy. I thought they were harmless. Yeah, yes, yeah. you did. Let's get to line one. Speaking of harmless, Tony Rush <laughs> from Raising the Stakes Fundraising Leadership Development. Vincent at Homestead. Tony, give us an update. Mike, 7.30, running clock going here in the third quarter. Homestead currently up 48-6. to six. Uh, They scored on the second play of the second half. DeLon Lanks went 62 yards on a just a straight-up draw play, and, and uh, the big man rumbled, bumbled, stumbled all the way to the end zone. It was great. Um, tonight is actually uh, they celebrated the 10-year uh, state championship when they beat Arrowhead 13-11. to 11. A, lot, a lot of returning guys from that team. And uh, just just to show Homestead's uh, past tradition, you got Shelby Harris, who currently plays for the Denver Broncos, and Ben Gardner, who just finished up his career with the Dallas Cowboys on that same team. You had two defensive, uh, a defensive end and a defensive tackle that uh, were, were here to celebrate their 10-year uh, anniversary of their state championship. Um, go, go ahead. So pretty cool. Jake? I, I just brought back memories because I guess I, 1999 was when I was there. And we were, that would have been, that'll be, what, 20, 20 years now? Yeah, you know? can you believe that? No, I cannot. Next year, <laughs> you'll be at that game. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I was going to ask hopefully you, Jake, not. When, when, uh, when you graduated. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, right, and, Jake. You don't want to be at that game. No, I, no, I do not. You want to be coaching. Yes, I do. And hey. then a couple other updates, fellas. Uh, Menominee Falls uh, Slinger game. Slinger is currently up 28 to 14. Uh, the Falls just scored. Actually, my neighbor, Quentin Redding, caught a 30-yard touchdown pass, according to his father, which is excited about. And then uh, Grafton just went up 21-13 to against Lux Casco with about six minutes to go in the third quarter in that game. And what was his Slinger Falls score? 28-14 currently Slinger. Tony Rush, thank you very much. Let's uh, get to line 2-3 if we can. Jerry Vance is at the uh, Indian Trails at Riverside Game that game is being played at Historic South Stadium. Jerry Vance, give us an update. It is right now a touchdown by Indian Trail, so that'll that'll make it twenty to zero with ten fifty four in the fourth. With three fifty six in the third quarter, Dalton Callow recovers a fumble from Emil Jackson. On a six-play drive, it was capped off by an eight-yard TD pass from Alex Jarvis to uh, to uh, Scooter Terran, and that got us to 14-0. And just as we spoke, uh, there was a 12-yard run as well for a touchdown. The extra point is up and good. So now it's 21-0 with 10:54 in the fourth quarter. Indian trails. Jerry Vance, thank you very much. The winner of that game will take on the winner of Milwaukee Marquette and Milwaukee King. Let's get to a line one if we can. Ten Lang, he's at the East Troy at New Berlin West game. Teddy, give us an update. Yeah, we got a ball game here now. East Troy is taking the lead 21-20 to with 7.55 to go in the game here. Uh, One-yard touchdown run by Jake Dessert. Extra point was good. Now that extra point, New Berlin West, Missed is now looming large in this game. Teddy, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Ted is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Go buy your car where I bought mine. See Dan Richards, Highway 100 and Arthur. Next Friday, the big show from 2 to 6 is live for their Customer Appreciation Day. Again, Highway 100 and Arthur, uh, Hyundai West Dallas, 
Talk to Dan Richards. Tell him I sent you over. Let's get to line two. Jim Fisher, Hartford at Oak Creek. Hey, Jim, very quickly, give us an update. Hey, another interception by Oak Creek and a touchdown to follow right after it. We got Oak Creek 31, Kenosha Bradford 3 with a minute left in the third quarter. That's Jim Fisher. Thank thank you very much. Line four, we're going to get through these quick. Dan Flanagan, Hartford at West Bend East. Give us an update. Okay, well, we got uh, 22 to 16 West Bend. But Hartford is driving, and uh, Scott Savage is back all the way down the field. They are now at the, gosh, the one-foot line. They got second and goal from the one How much time left in that game, Dan? There is... Uh, Nine minutes and 35 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Man, that's a close one. Please keep us up to date on that one. 22-16, Hartford uh, is losing, but on the one-inch line. Uh, before we get to a break, Carl is at the Burlington Brook East game. Carl, very quickly, give us an update. Gentlemen, it's the start of the fourth quarter. I now have Brookfield East 17 and Burlington 0. Uh, Joey Prozinski redeems himself with a 36-yard field goal uh, at the, at the five-minute mark in the third quarter. Hey, I just talked about Dan Richards, who runs uh, Hyundai West Dallas. That's his nephew, the kicker at Brookfield East. Well, that's cool because uh, I actually uh, I drive in my dad's Hyundai, so this kind of works out tonight. I like that. Man, well, head over next Friday, <laughs> Highway 100, and right off of Ar- right off Arthur is the Hyundai West Dallas, and we're going to do the big show uh, from there. And it is their customer appreciation. You should bring that kicker because again, his uh, his uncle. <laughs> Dan Richards runs that uh, that place, and he's a really good guy. Buy your car where I brought mine. Let's uh, let's get you a break. That's Carl Farbs. Thank you very much. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. I'm Anthony Mandela. East Troy just pulled ahead 21 to 20. They lead New Berlin West. McGuanago ahead 21 to 8 against Lake Geneva Badger. Waukesha West up 27-13 on Wilmot. Brookfield East shutting out Burlington 17-0 as we head into the fourth quarter. Catholic Memorial cruising past Jefferson. It's 38-7. West Bend East pulling ahead of Hartford 22-16. Oak Creek leads Kenosha Bradford 31-3. Kenosha Indian Trail blanking Riverside 14-0. Slinger leads Menominee Falls 28-14. Homestead ahead of Milwaukee Vincent 48-6. Greendale Martin Luther over Campbellsport, 45-6. New Berlin Eisenhower on top, 42-0. Against Cudahy, Racine Horlick shutting out Shorewood Mesmer, 35-zip. And Greendale, Wisconsin Lutheran knotted up 21-all as they head into the fourth quarter. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Wendy's. Listen tomorrow to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 a.m. to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan talking playoff football with coaches from around the state. Who's moving on? And who's going home? That's tomorrow morning at 10. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela for Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I wish that break was a little longer. Yeah. Just about one minute. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to write down. We're going to get. We're going to start talking right where we left off there. He is Jake Davis, the head football coach at Germantown. I know. I know what the term "off the record" means. By the way, want to? Uh, I, I saw the picture of Jace. Man, it's a cute kid. Yeah, he's sleeping. He tried to hang in and listen to Daddy on the radio. He but did. Yeah, how old is he? 
He's 14 months. So. 14 months. Yeah. He's walking, man. Walking. Yeah. yeah. He is. A, say it, a couple words here and there. Yeah. He's, and he waves and says, bye. Yep. Bye. Yep. Yeah. It was awesome. So thanks for bringing him Absolutely. in. And it was so good to see Megan. I, yeah. I saw Megan out at the uh, Raising the Stakes, uh, the Leadership Development yeah. Program out in uh, Germantown at, what was the name of that restaurant? Oh, the Old Town. Place. Old Town. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. could I forget that? Yeah. Ooh, they had. Yeah. I but, sat next to Coach Keel during that. Yeah. No. Not a dry in the house. Yeah. I, you was, did a really good I, job, thank Jake. You. Thank you. You know, anytime that I get a chance to stand, to, to sit and, and watch um, watch a man bear a soul. And, and, and you know what? Look, I've, I've had a chance to do it in, in different settings at some churches about some stuff. Our backgrounds aren't very similar, but the passion that you showed— um, taught me as a man that you know what man it's okay we got nothing but football coaches and big tough guys in there and we can talk about what's going on in our lives and uh i appreciated you doing that and you got up and said look i this i'm not comfortable doing this this isn't really what i do but let me tell you what's going on and what i what i've learned and what i and uh i tell our kids all the time to be try to get more comfortable with the uncomfortable so i gotta do it myself if i'm asking them to put 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 themselves out there i gotta do it well, it was, uh, I've told, I bet I've told a hundred people, Jake, about oh. that night. And driving out there, it was really hard for me to get there. I thought, I got to get there. Yeah. I got to get there. got to get there. And uh, I'm, I, I was blessed in my life to be there to listen to you. And uh, and thank you for no, that. Absolutely, and we'll be doing more of that. You know, with through raising the stakes, they do a nice job. With those leadership Tony development does a good things. Job. I mean, if anybody can get out to see those, you know, anybody wants to know more about that, contact me. Contact Tony at raising right. the stakes, and we'll I, get you there. I'd love anybody and everybody to come to those things. Look, I, I Tony Rush isn't online, so I'm not doing this because he's he's listening. But man, he is. Um, I, Tom Swiddle introduced me to him, yeah. and uh, he's one of the good guys. He is. There are some some of the guys that I I look they. He sponsors some of the stuff that we do here. He's my friend, yep. and I respect him and the stuff he does and why he does it. And uh, not bad for a boy from Crivets. You know, <laughs> right. hey, most of those Crivets boys are just hunting and fishing. Yeah. But not Tony. He's making people money, and he's making people better. Let's get to line one if we can. John Moore, this is a good game. Waukesha West at Wilmot. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, Waukesha West really taking control on offense. They score again, this time blunt to Tetzloff uh, from 25 yards out. We have 34-13 Waukesha West over Wilmot. Boy, oh boy, the updates that they made at uh, at halftime has been unbelievable in that game. Mike, they're unbelievably balanced right now. They're throwing the ball. They're running the ball. They can't be stopped right now, Mike. Well, I'll tell you what. They are, uh, that coaching staff is awfully good, and they get a chance. They'll play going to Wilmot. It looks like getting a win there and get a chance then they'll have to travel to Waterford and and play a very physical and tough Waterford uh, team. John, thank you so much. Keep us up to date. Maybe the best game of the night. We'll find out. Dan Flanagan, he's at the Hartford-West Bend East game. Back and forth in this one. Dan, give us an update. Well, we've had, we've had quite a reversal of fortune here. It was nine and a half minutes left when we last talked, and it was uh... – Hartford down by quite a bit. Now it's 22 to 30. Hartford winning. Scored two touchdowns. Wow. Last talk on Savage. So I guess uh, quarter one and quarter four are the two quarters Hartford decided to play well. It certainly looks that way. And uh, hey, I'll take it. Yeah, you got it. He is Dan Flanagan. 30 to 22. 
Hartford. How much time left, Dan? Oh, we lost Dan. Boy, you know what? Man, I wish we still had him on. I'd like to know how much time is left because that game's not over. No. 30-22 to 22 West Bend East is, is better than the West Bend teams have been in a while. Yeah. And uh, for them to be hanging in, and they're the uh, they're the higher seed in this game. So it's interesting. Hartford I've seen up close and personal. I saw them play against Slinger, and Slinger's good. And Hartford, Hartford beat them up pretty good at Hartford. The winner of this game will take on the winner of the Menominee Falls Slinger game. Let's get to line three, Ted Lang. East Troy at New Berlin West. Again, one of the better games. Uh, Ted, give us an update. Yeah, we're getting uh, close here. It's 247 uh, to go here in the fourth quarter. It is now 28 to 26. East Troy is up on New Berlin West. Oh After God. East Troy scored from one yard out, the ensuing kickoff was returned to the house by Tyler Stoltenberg oh. for 75 yards and ignited New Berlin West. They now are on the 20-yard line of East Troy with two minutes and 36 seconds to go. Teddy, if New Berlin West, so they're down two at this point, how have they done on extra points? They got a kicker? They went, they went, they, they missed an extra point earlier, so they had to go for two, and the uh, the pass was broken up, and that's that's why they you know they didn't get the two. So but they, uh, they do have a real good field goal kicker, so they are in position for a field goal if they need it. Boy, oh boy! Please keep us up to date on that one, uh, Teddy. We got to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll st- we'll continue to get you scores and some finals, and we'll have some winning coaches on again before they get to the locker room. Or they before they get on the bus, Jake. When when somebody from my uh, show here would come up to you and say, "Hey, McGivern and Ron Davies want you on after a big win," would you come on the show for me or because Ron Davies? <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't, don't. Just, let's go to a break. Let's just go to a break. <laughs> this is, you know what, Jake? I'm kicking him out, man. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local. Pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. From the Southeast Conference to the Woodland. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes and everything in between. All of my damn nasty deeds. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Now, here's Wisconsin Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies and WSSP's high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, as always presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. Ron Davies is uh, is out. Sitting in is Germantown head football coach Jake Davies. Jake Davies. Jake Davis. <laughs> I'm going to put you and Ron in the same. Sorry, right, we've okay. only met a couple times. Yeah, he's a good man. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I was, yeah, absolutely is. Yeah, you and I have only met a couple yes, times. Yeah. My goodness, it's been a long day. It's okay. Jake, yeah, I appreciate that. Let's get out to uh, Greg Weinschneider. I got a feeling Jefferson has had a long game, long day. Let's get to Greg Jefferson and Catholic Memorial. Give us an update, Greg. Hi. Um, actually, the game just ended, and uh, Jeff- uh, Jefferson um, lost to Catholic Memorial 45-7. to 
I'm about to get Coach Bill Young here. I'm I'm just waiting for him to talk to his team and uh, so you guys can interview him. So I don't know if you want to put me on hold, yep. but it was it was a uh, it was a, you know uh, Jefferson held their own during the second half, but they just couldn't muster up muster up enough energy. Uh, Catholic Memorial had a big 75 yard pass in the fourth quarter that hey, them out. Hey, Greg, I'm going to put you on hold a second because uh, I've got Ted Lang on line two, and uh, he's at the game. The winner will play uh, Catholic Memorial. East Troy, New Berlin West. Ted, give us an update. Yeah, it's going to be East Troy. Wow. Um, New Berlin West had missed a 28-yard field goal with three seconds oh. to go. It was actually blocked. But uh, um, what an exciting finish. Um, heartbreaker for New Berlin West, but East Troy goes away with the win tonight, twenty-eight to twenty-six. Oh man. Okay. Well, I feel bad. I wish they would. You know what? I wish uh, they would hit that field goal again. I'm a big fan of that head coach over there. No, it was an exciting finish. Both teams were evenly matched. I mean, this was this was one of those first round matchups. You look at it and go, hmm, that could be an interesting game. You know, but uh, um, what a game. It was a great game. Teddy, thank you for covering you. that one. Hey, Ted, this is our last show of the year. Thanks for all your help. Oh, thank you, guys. You know, thank you. Big and time. Would and like- take, uh, you know, Coach Davies, you know, and everybody there behind the glass answering the phones. This is what my – I don't know how many years have I done this for you. Too many. Since we, <laughs> since we started, I know it was me, Sparky, I think Dan Mike- Pfeiffer, and somebody else. And Mike, that was it. Mike Bush. Oh, Bushy, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah it's been, been that long. I got, I got a whole wardrobe of, uh, <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, but, well, uh, yeah. you, you know, I was out for those three weeks. You know, you put me on the DL, and that was my first time that I could listen to the show in its all entirety. And you know what? There is no doubt, absolutely no doubt, we got the best Friday night high school football show. Well, Teddy, I appreciate that a lot, and I appreciate all your work. I don't know how close you are to the field, but if we can get the head coach at East Troy, I've not met him, I would love to talk to him. Again, East Troy holds on at the end. They block a field goal with no time left to win 28-26. Let's get to line three if we can. Uh, Greg is out with uh, Coach Bill Young. Hey, uh, Coach, how are you? Good, bud. How are you doing? Good. Hey, I'm here with uh, uh, the head football coach at Germantown, Jake Davis. And uh, you guys, East Troy held on to beat New Berlin West. They blocked a field goal with no time left uh, to go to win 28-26, coach. Uh, congratulations on your win against Jefferson. Uh, it was a good win for you guys, a great start of the playoffs. You'll play East Troy next week. Right. Uh, you know, I know they got Jake Gessert, who's Led the state in rushes. Uh, they're running quarterback power like crazy. Uh, they're a good ball club, so we got to be, you know, uh, dialed in to stop those guys. And uh, it was it was a good effort by our kids. It was a typical, you know, one eight uh, you know, game. You know that we we're supposed to win by a, a big margin. Our kids played good, uh, so you know that's you know, we took care of business, and now we're on East Troy. Coach, you know, we, we talk about the 1-8, we talk about the 2-7, all that, and, and you're right, when when you're the one and you're playing the 8, you got to take care of your business. Is it hard to get kids at, at nowadays not to look ahead, just take it, you know, play against the team that you're playing, and we're worried, we will worry about next week, next week? Yeah, you know, Mike, with with all the years you coach basketball, and uh, uh, Jake, you know, it, it's it, kids, kids are funny, I mean, you, you got to get them dialed in, and 
and uh, I'm proud of uh, our coaching staff, uh, my D coordinator, uh, Mikey Kinnatier and Nick Vitale. And I got a great group of guys working with me. And, you know, we just talked about the, the importance of get, getting off to a fast start and just putting the hammer down and just uh, play the way we're supposed to. You know, you got to be, you get X amount of time, uh, you know, opportunities to play these games. And, you know, now in the playoffs, you have a bad day, a bad quarter, and then you wind up uh, getting beat. So, uh, bottom line is that, you know, we got to be able to be uh, dialed in and ready to play and, uh, you know, win the special teams and be really sound tacklers and, and just do what you do and just do it better because the importance, you know, you always say the time to play your best is, is when it counts the most. So, he's all, every one of these games count the most. So, hey, that's he, where we're at. Hey, Bill, real quick, um, Waukesha West, it was 7-7 and a half against Wilmot. Last we heard, Waukesha West was up 34-13. Um, so, again, the strength of your conference uh, shows a little bit. And, uh, we look, we talk every year, and, and, and I always say that I think your conference is the best conference in the state of Wisconsin from top to bottom when it comes to football. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, you know, it, it, it's a conference that emphasizes football. These are big schools. They got a lot of great coaching staff. Uh, you know, I wasn't surprised. You know, like uh, we played, we had a dogfight last week with Washington West, and you know, you, you, it's it's hard to keep kids. You know, Steve had said after they got beat by Arrowhead in the Classic Eight, if you're not, you know, dialed in to play that game, you know, at a high level, you're going to get beat. And uh, they gave us seven, including the handle, and. Uh, you know, we came up with a couple more plays than they did, but it was a great high school football game. Well, and the other score that uh, last score we had, McGuanico was up 28-14 on Lake Geneva Badger. So Yeah, you know, Mike Vabach did an awesome oh, job. Oh, man. Yes, He's he did. Coach. No doubt. Coach, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. Good luck next week. All right, brother. No, good Thanks. luck, Coach. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yep. Bye. Bill Young, Thanks, head coach at Catholic Memorial Line 4. Coach Crandall from East Troy got a big win tonight. At New Berlin West, Coach, congratulations. Thank you. Man, you know, we uh, we don't talk a lot about East Troy football here. I know a lot about your basketball program since I coach at Greendale Martin Luther, and you knocked us out of the playoffs last year. But the football program, obviously, come to New Berlin West and get a win, um, and to block a field goal at the end of the game, you got to feel pretty good about your boys. Yeah, we, we played good. We, um, you know... New Berlin West is a, a good team. They're well coached. They got a lot of a lot of size and speed, and we just hung in there all game. And um, you know, we're able to block that field goal at the end to preserve the win. You know, we just had Bill Young from Catholic Memorial on. Coach, how do you how do you get your kids not to to read what's on the front of the jersey uh, when you play a team like Memorial? Well, we you know we played them last year in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, didn't go well for us, uh, but we've talked about it as a team that you know we got nothing to lose next week. So. Um, we're just going to go out and play loose and uh, play hard and physical, and we, we go from there. You know, they're, they're, a, they're a very good team, uh, probably one of the best teams in the state. Uh, I'd say almost maybe any division. Um, they're well coached. Uh, their players play hard. So we're just going to have to get a good game plan going and execute it uh, to the best of our ability. Coach, thank you so much for your time. Good luck next week. Again, it's a tough putt, but you earned this game. You get a chance to come and play Catholic Memorial. Head coach of East Troy, 28-26 win uh, at New Berlin West. We'll get a couple guys real quick. Line one, Carl is at the Burlington at Brookfield East game. Carl, give us an update. Gentlemen, uh, a couple minutes left here in the fourth quarter. It is 24-0 Brookfield East. Uh, Donovan Hunt with a 67-yard touchdown run untouched. 
uh, obviously his, his speed to the outside show. Um, Joey Pagel has had a great job as a senior linebacker for Brookfield East tonight. Uh, Nick Fleemer, a junior linebacker with his second interception, uh, is why we're in a small delay here. He was a uh, uh, apparent injury. We're not sure if it's his knee or his ankle. Uh, hope he's okay. Coaches are out on the field. Trainers out on the field. Um, so we're in a small delay, but uh, Brookfield East is taking control. Carl, thank you very much. 24 nothing Brookfield East over Burlington. Line two is John Moore. He's at the Walkshell West. Wilmont game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, he's at it again. Brooks blunt to Trey Tetzloff from 37 yards out, and West just picked off Wilmot. This one appears to be just about in the books, Mike. It's 41-20, Waukesha West with 318 left in the ballgame. Hey, John, I'd love to get Steve Rux on at the end of this one if they hold on. No problem, Mike. You know me. I do my job. You're a good man. Thank you very much. Let's get to a break. Jake, these uh, scores come in quick, man. Yeah, they do. They come in quick, and we get a chance to talk to some of these guys. In fact, before we get to a break, 52-12 final Homestead, 28-21 Grafton with six minutes to go, Slinger up 35-14 with four minutes to go, thanks to Tony Resch uh, from Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela. A couple of final scores in through this first round. East Troy knocks off New Berlin West 28-26. Kenosha Indian Trail shuts out Riverside 21-0. Homestead blows by Milwaukee Vincent 52-12. Greendale Martin Luther a 53-6 win over Campbellsport. Brookfield Central defeats South Milwaukee 45-8. A couple of key... Games closing in around the area. Slinger ahead of Menominee Falls 35-14. Oak Creek leads Kenosha Bradford 31-3. McGuanago ahead of Lake Geneva Badger 21-8. Waukesha West on top against Wilmot 41-20. Brookfield East shutting out Burlington 24-zip. Catholic Memorial a 45-7 lead on Jefferson. Hartford hanging on 30-22. They lead West Bend East. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your windows in before it gets cold. Go to PellaWI.com slash radio. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela for Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Hey, Jake, every once in a while you get a chance to meet a coach that you've heard about but haven't talked to. Yeah. Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week, we're down in Kenosha. Indian Trail against Bradford, right? Rivalry game. I get a chance to meet Coach Hoffman from Indian Trail, and he's one of those guys I think I could hang out with. Oh, cool. Good guy, cares about his kids. His kids react to him a lot. Wears his emotion on his sleeve, and he's been coached. Yeah, look, he's coached at a high level, and he's given back now. He's at Indian Trail. They get a win tonight against Milwaukee Riverside, 21-0. Coach Hoffman, line one, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing tonight? Man, good. Hey, it was really good to meet you in person a couple weeks ago, and uh, congratulations on a nice win tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Our kids fought hard. Man, the Riverside team's a good team. Boy, are they fast or what? <laughs> yeah, they kept us in check pretty good, and Luckily, our defense plays pretty solid football to keep them bottled up. Thank God. Well, I'll tell you what, they uh, those kids got speed all over the field, and I got a chance to watch them up close and personal against uh, Milwaukee King. And 
I thought, my goodness, they, they hit a seam and they're gone. And you guys yep. obviously bottled them up really well, getting a 21 nothing. When I watched your defense swarm to the ball against Bradford and, and you didn't give up a score, I don't think, against Bradford either, Coach. So the two games that we've talked, you guys have, have pitched two shutouts. Keep covering us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep doing our part. Hey, Coach Sidney. Yeah, you know, our defense staff did a great game plan. The kids did a heck of a job going out and executing and playing good team defense. Hey, that's, sit- always a, that's always a good recipe. Sitting in studio with me is Jake Davis, the head football coach at Germantown. Coach, and you guys got to meet because you guys would get along really well. He's really involved in the whole servant leadership side of, yeah. of coaching, and I know that's something that's important to you as well. And one day you two will meet, and uh, you guys will be pretty good friends after you meet. Awesome. That sounds good. Yeah. Hey, good luck next week. I have not gotten a score, but you'll play the winner of the Milwaukee-Marquette-Milwaukee King game. Yep, we look forward to it. Excellent. Coach Hoffman from Indian Trail, 21-0 over Riverside. Thank you. Let's get to line two. Jim Fisher He's at the Kenosha-Bradford at Elk Creek game. Hey, Jim, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we've got Oak Creek 37, Kenosha Bradford 10. Kenosha Bradford just scored on a 14-yard run by Jalen Hanford. Well, I'll tell you, the uh, Oak Creek team, they I, I don't know how to figure Coach Parr. I, I had him in studio. I love him. He does a great job. There are games that I think, man, these guys are world beaters. Then they stumble a little bit, but they have it back on track. And, Jake, again, what we talked about in conference, they'll play Horlick next week. At Indian Trail, uh, the two seed against the three seed. And I'll reach out to Coach Parr. I got Coach Fletcher coming on tomorrow. Um, a lot of coach speak coming to, coming tomorrow. I'll tell you that. Hey, Jim Fisher, well done tonight. Thanks for your time. Thanks. No problem, Mac. You got it. Again, 37-10 Oak Creek over Kenosha Bradford. And uh, here we go again. And, and it's hard. WI has a... It's, it's difficult, man. You're trying not to get teams to have to travel an hour and a half or two hours, so you keep a lot of teams in. But in that in that seating, you're looking at Kenosha Indian Trail, Racine Horlick, uh, Kenosha Bradford, Oak Creek, all from the same conference. I honestly think people would rather travel. That's just my opinion. I think they'd rather go play somebody else early and see where you can get, but that's just – that's how I feel. Hey, Coach, the difference between – and you've done this – the difference between – how you prepare for level one to level two to as you get deep into the playoffs? Do, do, do you coach the same way as you do during the regular season? Do you tweak things? Do you shorten your practice at all? Do you do stuff like you that? You do a little of that where you, where you shorten things up a little bit. I think that's just because you're getting more effective as the season goes on. You're getting those things done. But I don't know. I think I coach the same regardless of the situation. Is for the most part. I mean, there are always little tweaks. So, are you a different coach now than you were eight years ago? Absolutely, am. I, I think you know, as you go through this this business here as, as a coach, you learn. You know, come in probably as the the hard nosed young guy who's got to you know do it in the way you think you, you had had it when you were done. But you're kind of starting to feel out kids, and I think that helps too with me being education overall, learning how kids think and what the time is you kind of got to adjust because then you got what you got coach i i on the show that i do call faith in the zone um i talked to the head football coach at uh western uh northern michigan what no 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 hold on western michigan i believe and and i'll get you that if you need it but it doesn't really matter a whole lot but i said hey uh, you've been coaching been the head coach for a while um do you think kids have changed over the years and he said well listen i was a head football coach Division one at the age of 28. Mm-hmm. I was young, I was single, and I was cool. I was I was that guy. 
And now I'm 44, I'm married, and I have three kids. He said, all I want to do is get out of practice, go home and see my kids. He said, no, they haven't changed. Mm -mm. I've changed. You've changed, Mike. You've been coached basketball a long time. You might think the kids have changed. They haven't. They're still doing the same knucklehead stuff that I did when I was a freshman in college. The difference is they're posting and everybody's seeing it. Well, that society's changed. I think that's the biggest thing, too. I mean, I I think that just kids have not changed. Kids are going to be kids, but... The world they live in has changed quite a bit. And we've changed. We've had yep. some life things happen. You know, Absolutely. You're a young guy. During your, you've had some incredible life lessons yep. and life journeys happen to change you to who you are. I've had the same. And, you know, I thought for sure he'd, he'd agree with me. Kids have changed. And when he said no, it, it's made me think, and I talked to tell this story a lot to guys like you and ask you and you believe that that kids it's you that's changed yeah I, I definitely think that I, I don't and I don't you know my dad's been in education a long time I've asked the same questions I've seen how it works and it, it really it, there's really not a lot of difference that way as far as the kids go the lessons that you learned from your father um invaluable I'm sure yeah, endless invaluable S- still one of your best friends absolutely Yep, he's yeah. He'll be retiring, I think, this year, and he will hopefully get him with me. Uh, my brother coaching out in Germantown. Is he listening? You think he probably is listening what, right now. What is his name? Jim Davis. Jim Davis. Yeah, I saw him at that too. I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but uh, man, I, I envy you. My dad's been gone a long time, yeah. and uh, his uh, what he would tell the McGivern boys is the worst word in the English language is lazy. Don't ever let him call you lazy. I was seven, Jake. Yeah. I, what do you mean? And he'd say, don't on your gravestone, let let it say here lies a lazy man. Yeah. So get up, get to work, take care of your family. You know, that kind of stuff. He was a bricklayer and a mason. Yeah. You know, he worked hard. He worked 12 months of the year, and he would go out and, and do stuff outside where you would think, you got to be kidding me. you got to sl- sling a hammer this kind of weather. And he went out, got up and went to work all the time. And uh, I'm sure that Jim Davis has taught you some unbelievable lessons. He's a football coach. No, actually, he's, he's a swim coach. He's a, he's he a head girls and guys swim coach at White Trail. He was a football coach, but he actually, um, you know, talk about sacrificing for, for your family. He, when I got into high school football, he actually ended up putting down football for a while there and, and uh, watching me and my you know, brother play and stuff like that. That was who, more important. Who was so. better, you or your brother? Who was better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's we, your brother? We were different. My, my brother's name is John Davis. He, uh, he was he was a quarterback. I was a line, I was an offensive lineman. So he was a different. pretty boy? Yeah. <laughs> he was the pretty boy? Yeah. Yeah, in, in name only. But. What's what's the difference in age? Uh, two and a half years, about three grade levels. So, so he's yeah. So he's yeah, and he we're we're best friends, you know. And he he teaches with me at the high school. He, he coaches does. with me. Yep, he's in is the he younger department. or older? Younger. He's younger. So yep. he, I'm sure you taught him a lot of lessons. I, I tried to. Did you guys wrestle a little bit as kids? You guys fight a little bit? I wasn't allowed to because I was the bigger one. So that no, that was that was always mom's. Real so problem. you could well you could have toughened John up a little bit yeah. if your mom would let you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's what I tell him all the time. <laughs> could have toughened him up. What does he teach over at your special education? We're actually in the same department. We work really closely together. And, and you're, hold on, you're the head of that department. I am. So yes. you're his boss. I, I have to remind him that every once in a while. But no. wow. <laughs> Hey, no. John, uh, you know what? Why don't you get some coffee and bring it up? Because your boss is telling you yeah. to bring bring us some. No, he's at the Brewers game that. right now. He's not listening. so <laughs> He is. Well, you know what? He's seen a good one. It's 5-2 to two right now. Absolutely. In the, uh, in the bottom of the fifth, we're watching it again on the ABC audio video flat screen here in the studio. The studio looks different than the last time you were here. It does. A little bit. It's it been nice. It's been a while since. And shame on me for not having you in yeah, sooner. Right. Let's get to a break. We'll continue the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented 
by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin and your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. No such thing, Jake. Welcome oh, there back. Is. There no, is. there's not. There Welcome. Is. Welcome <laughs> to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. Hey, Watertown beat Whitefish Bay 47-7. Wow. Did not see that coming. I didn't see coming. The, no, the me there. neither. Um, Bay, really young team. Yeah. But, uh, man, that, uh, that's a good win for Watertown. Hey, let's get right to line one. Steve Rucks, head football coach at Waukesha West. It was 7-7 at halftime. They go on to beat Wilmot 31-26. And uh, obviously some some adjustments made at halftime. Steve Rucks, thanks for joining us. Congratulations. Good win tonight. Thank you, Mike. Coach, I don't know if people call it an upset or not, but, you know, you guys had to travel to Wilmot to get that win. And uh, you were a six seed, they were a three seed. You'll now travel to Waterford. Uh, and play a tough Waterford team. I've seen them play, and certainly I want you to to, to enjoy this win tonight. Wilmot gave you everything you can handle. Yeah, they uh, they did a great job offensively, keeping us off balance. They hit a couple long throws, and it was really a, a seven seven ball game at half. And we know that uh, we played Wilmot a couple of years ago, so we knew we were in for a fight. Um, offensively, we made some big plays. Uh, but Wilmot played played really hard from start to finish. So any any win you can get in the playoffs is is a great win. You know I'm proud of our guys and you know we got it done second half. Hey coach, we had Bill Young on um, a couple of minutes ago, and I told him that you know it looked like McGuanago was going to win. It looked like you guys were going to win, um, and we just kind of talked about that conference and and how the conference gets you prepared for level one if if you can stay relatively healthy. Um, and so far, so good with 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 most teams in your conference, coach. Yeah, that's great. You know, it's a grind in the classic eight, and you know we talk about it. But unless you play in it, you're in and you're out. You really don't understand how difficult it is to play some of these great teams throughout the course of the year in the classic eight. And um, we just barely squeaked into the playoffs, but it's a new right. life, and <laughs> and we're just gonna keep playing hard, and try to keep getting better, and. They're going to play against a great Waterford team down there. Hey, how did uh, how did Brooks play tonight at your quarterback? Brooks had a great night. You know, he had uh, a couple shots downfield that he scored with. Um, you know, he had a couple throwaways that I think is critical, not thrown in the traffic. And, uh, you know, he's, he's really been great all year. Um, he's an awesome quarterback. Hey, Coach, on Saturday I had him and his brother Connor at State Fair during the Nary Home Improvement Show and had them on the air with their mom for a couple of minutes. And both are great ambassadors for you and the Waukesha West program. And I asked Connor, um, I said, is Brooks, uh, how are you as a quarterback compared to him as a junior? He said, I think I worked harder, but I think Brooks overall is a better quarterback than I was. And this is a kid who's the starting quarterback at Oregon State. And he had nothing but great things to say about his memories at Waukesha West and how much he misses some of the things that he learned on under you and your coaching staff. So it was a really good interview as he talked about his days at, at Waukesha West. Well, those are two great quarterbacks, two of the best quarterbacks we've ever had, if not the best. And he's right about Brooks. Brooks has got really great accuracy. 
as far as throwing the football. Um, you know, I think Connor was a little bit bigger, a little bit faster, uh, but both, you know, really um, manage the game and really uh, demand respect in the huddle, and, and they, they're able to make big plays. Hey, I'm really happy for Connor yeah, you know, and, and the job that he's done. You know, Connor said, look, he might be a better quarterback with some of the stuff, but I worked way harder than he does. And I'd looked at Brooks, and he shook his head. He said, yeah, I think he's right. And, and, and Connor said, he needs to work harder. And that's just not me telling him as an older brother, but him as a quarterback, he needs he needs to work harder than he is right now because he's got all the skills. And I said, I bet Coach Ruggs would love hearing that. And Brooks just kind of put his head down and smiled a little bit. So there you go. I think, I think he's trying to give his brother a hard time because Brooks <laughs> doesn't miss a day in the weight room. Oh, that's good. And- and Connor missed a few days in the way. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep this tape and send it. I appreciate that. Hey, Coach, good luck next week. I've seen Waterford up front and personal. And similar to your game tonight, we're, I was at the game against Lake Geneva Badger, and it was 7-7 at halftime. And they ended up, I think, winning 41-14, something like that. So they made some adjustments. Coach Bakken, they, their players play the way he is, which is a tough, hard-nosed guy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's always tough to play down there. They got such tough kids and big kids, physical. So we're, uh, you know, we got to be ready. You know, we got to make sure that uh, we play play a, an efficient game and, and be able to make big plays and and, uh, and play better defense. We got to play better defense. Steve, uh, it's always good to talk to you. You know, I've got a lot of respect for you as a coach, but more for uh, how you uh, you handle things and, and your servant leadership kind of stuff that you believe in out at Waukesha West. So uh, congratulations. Good luck, Level 2. Thank you, Mike. You bet. That's Steve Rucks, 31-26. They go to Wilmot. Look, he, he was a six seed and Wilmot was a three seed. And people may, if they just look at that number, say, oh, they got, there was an upset. I, I don't know if I'd call that an upset. I wouldn't call it an upset. And I'll tell you what. So I had somebody that was in that seating meeting. And uh, Brook Central got the one. Waukesha West, they thought could have maybe fought a little bit, maybe to get the five. But they said, look, Steve Rux knows what he's doing. And he played this thing perfectly where he, he felt like maybe they could go to Wilmot and get a win and and maybe then go to Waterford and, and play while Waterford's tough. Mm-hmm. It's a good team. But stay away from that, that Brook Central until maybe you get to, to level three. And uh, – you know he doesn't shy away from anybody, but he's a smart guy. Yeah, Brook Central is a pretty good team. So yeah, that's your conference, right? It is. Yes. Who, uh, if if you, uh, I'm going to ask you for a couple of predictions. Uh, Brook East and, and Brook Central. Who would you take in that one? <laughs> I'd probably give the upper hand to Brook Central on that one. Those those guys are, are pretty tough ball players. It's going to be a good game, but that's that's the direction I go in. You know, um, Milwaukee Marquette, a one-year conference undefeated. When when I got up on Saturday last week, I looked, and, and uh, I thought, me personally, teams around here, Marquette got the best um, in, in the best area, and, and Homestead did pretty well. And both, look, both earned it, both mm-hmm. deserved it. Um, but they, uh, I tell you what, Marquette plays a good Indian trail. We talked to Coach Hoffman, and I, I enjoy him a lot, but I thought, I, I would try to stay away from Franklin. I would try to stay away if I could uh, from Muskego because they're man, they're tough. And I think Marquette is going to be able to do that. And then on the Homestead side, you know they're, they're getting a chance to play Watertown. Now Watertown, they, Homestead probably hasn't played anybody like Watertown. 
this year who's going right. to spread you out and throw the ball over the field. Yeah. Um, but Homestead is is loaded, and son-in-law coaches at Homestead, and so oh. I get some in, inside info, yeah. and he loves this this group, man. The senior group that they have, he really really likes a lot, and they will. Uh, Homestead will play at home against Watertown. We never get a final on the Hartford Westman East game. No. Never got a final, so we'll we'll try to get a final on that because they'll play. I believe Slinger who beat uh, Menominee Falls. Yeah. Jake, uh, my. Again, my co-host this week sitting in for for Ron Davies. That's a tough chair to sit in. He is uh, Jake Davis, the head football coach at Germantown. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Handful of final scores from the Level 1 WIAA playoffs. East Troy defeats New Berlin West 28-26. McGuanago over Lake Geneva Badger 35-15. Waukesha West beat Wilmot 41-26. Kenosha Indian Trail shuts out Riverside 21-0. Slinger over Menominee Falls 35-14. Homestead defeats Milwaukee Vincent 52-12. Greendale Martin Luther beat Campbellsport 53-6. New Berlin Eisenhower blanking Cudahy 49-0. Racine Horlick 42-0 over Shorewood Mesmer. Franklin 50-0 over Milwaukee Marshall. Brookfield Central got a 45-8 win over South Milwaukee. And Marquette knocks off Milwaukee King 56-20. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Wendy's. Listen tomorrow to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 a.m. to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan talking playoff football with coaches from around the state. Who's moving on and who's going home? That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. I'm Anthony Mandela for Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Jake Davis, head football coach at Germantown. A couple of finals. Hartford gets the win in that game that, man, went back and forth 30-22. to And uh, Oak Creek uh, beats Kenosha Bradford 37-10. And uh, Coach Parr ran to the locker room. So I got to, yeah, I'll get him on tomorrow's show. He'll come on. uh, He's a good man, and uh, he uh, feels good about – about that team, the one that that again surprised me the most was the Watertown. I don't know much about them, but forty-seven-seven, yeah. Whitefish Bay team was young, yeah. man. A lot of young kids, and and I know that uh, uh, Coach Walters was really happy yeah. last week when they won, and and uh, he uh, he felt good. He thought maybe they could go to Watertown and 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 sneak up on somebody a little bit, but man, forty-seven-seven, Watertown over Whitefish Bay. So now Homestead has to get ready to, for that spread attack. How difficult, Jake, is it to get ready in a week for a, an offense that you don't see very often? Uh, you know, it can be difficult, but you know, with, with good staffs, you kind of you, you kind of get ready for you know whatever you need to see uh, pretty quickly. I, I think you know you know we've always prided ourselves in doing. It. I know Homestead does. I mean, they'll they'll be fine. Yeah, you're a Homestead grad. I am. You are. Yes. Yeah. It's a good program, man. Yes, it is. So, did you uh, you win conference championships when you were there? Yep. Yeah, we won. I won a state championship in 1999. 
uh, as a sophomore. And, right. Uh, won, won a couple of conference championships there. I, I had Coach Keel in, and I said, well, is it 18 in a row? He goes, no, I, I don't know. And he looked, and come on, you know he he uh, he knows. He <laughs> yeah. knows. I got a chance to spend some time with him on Wednesday night out at the Metro Market for our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. And we stood in the parking lot, and three different guys walked by. Coach Keel, how you doing? Good to see you. One guy is the uh, athletic director at Port, I think, okay. or the principal at Port, mm-hmm. who uh, played linebacker, and Keel – he came over, he introduced me, he said, let me tell you, we played in a playoff game against this running back, and this kid was a stud. He was full back, and he was just blowing everybody up. And he met him in the hole about eight times, and all of a sudden the kid limped off and kind of pretended he was hurt. So it was really interesting the amount of respect that people have for Coach Kiel and yeah. how many people come up and say hi to him. Coach, good luck this you know this season, blah, blah, blah. So it was uh, it was fun. He uh, He still has that spark. Yeah, he man, is. he still has that. Absolutely, and uh, I, I think he can coach as long as he wants. Obviously, at Homestead, that's I, always the mystery. And I, that <laughs> is, isn't for, it for him? Yeah, but he'll do it as long as he wants to. Yeah, he's not coaching softball anymore. No, and so he got away from that. But you know what? I think, uh, and there's a there's a guy in waiting out there. I think that whenever it is, it could be this year, could be ten years from now. Yeah. But I think uh, there's a guy there that. You know, understands the whole way that Coach Keel does it, and I don't think they'll miss a beat if that ever happens. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. When when it happens, hey, so what are these guys doing tonight? If if you uh, if you were still if you were coaching your team just one level one, what you, what would your night be like tonight? Uh, you know, we, we'd get you know we'd get together in the, as coaches a little bit and and talk about the game a little bit, but you know just kind of relax a little bit and then uh, get ready for the next one. Put the film up, get the film out, you know that kind of stuff. You do so, that tonight? Yeah, with the with the way huddle is and, and the way video is, it's completely different than it's ever been. You Did you just, have a certain place you guys would meet? Yeah, we got a place in town that we meet and and, and sit and talk, and it's a nice safe place for us to go. <laughs> and, yeah, there you just, go. We actually actually with my guys, and I, I this is kind of my own thing. I just like to kind of decompress. I don't like to even talk a lot for you know a couple hours after, and then then we get at it because you hit it so hard during the week to get ready and everything in the weekend, yeah. and so. Do you um? Is it mandatory for your coaches to to be at that? Do you, and do you do it after every game? No, you know. And again, you talk about pers- perspectives changing as you grow older and stuff. And now that I have kids and stuff, I I've seen it a little differently. And I, you know, if the guys got family things to do, that's fine by me. As long as we get our work done and on time and all that kind of stuff, we'll be we'll be all right. I'm all right with that. Hey, do you, some of some of the coaches that I've had, um, offensive staff never gets together with the defensive staff. Defense never gets together with the offense. What's your philosophy on that? Well, we meet separately on the weekends to go over stuff, and everybody's got their you know assignments to do. Whatever we you know we meet as an offense on Sunday. Um, actually, kind of via Skype or Google kind of classroom kind of thing that okay. we use, and defense meets kind of a similar way. And then, uh, but after every practice, we all debrief together, all that kind of stuff. So, man, times have changed a little bit. Huddle, Skype, yeah, all of this. You remember those days and. Well, you probably don't, but I remember chasing film or trying to get guys to go out and film games and trying to find, especially on the basketball side, trying to get guys to go to you know a whole bunch of different oh, yeah. places. And uh, man, it's pretty. When wild. I was a GA at Whitewater, I used to we used to do DVD, VHS, and internet stuff. So it was kind of it's kind of changed. I've been I've been through the transition quite a bit. Man, we uh, during the score, scoreboard show, and, and there's been a lot of changes throughout the years because it's difficult. One and 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 I can't thank Anthony. He's done a great job. Ryan's done a great job. And these guys that go out to these games, Jake, think about this. These guys give up every Friday night. Yeah. 
for now, you know, 10 weeks in a row. And we, we give them some pizza in the beginning. We give them really nice gear like Ted Lang talked about and a media pass. And they go out and they go to any games I ask them to go to. I pick the games on Wednesday night. The passion that these guys have on the scoreboard show that go out and, and you've seen them because they've been at your Absolutely. games. They introduce themselves before the game. Yep. They try to get a hold of you after the game type stuff to see if you'll come on uh, to do the show and just for us to say, hey, congratulations. But, man, the passion for high school football in this area I think is really high. Yeah. My fear is the numbers. How are the numbers in your program? Uh, we've gone down a little bit. Um, you know, I think I think everybody's kind of dealing with some numbers issues and those kind of things for various reasons. You can, It's hard to pinpoint anything, but uh, – yeah, numbers is an issue. That's for your, sure. your youth program still real strong. Yeah, we're we're pretty strong at the youth program and those kind of thing. It's it's getting those kids. We retain pretty well once we get kids in our program. You know that they typically stick. We just got to continue to get them in. Hey, do you think that uh, not far down the road that we are going to go like they do up in Menominee, where they just do flag football until eighth grade and then contact freshman year? I would I would actually and this is a lineman talking I'd like to see it go that way I think that would help numbers I mean I always used to talk to to Phil Dacca about it, and he said when they didn't have any youth stuff even that that their number they'd get freshmen sixty freshmen easily and that because people were hungry to play it and I, I think that could be because kids just aren't developed yet you know sometimes those little guys take a hit when they're young and they never want to play again Coach Buddha we had him on and 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 that's what his philosophy is yeah. and he said look if we have sixty kids playing in fifth grade. I've got 60 kids playing freshman. He said, well, we might have 65. Yeah. He said, we don't get the little guys that get scared and say, I don't want to play anymore because right. it's flag. And then when they develop, we teach them how to tackle. Jake Davis, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate this. And, and it was thank so you. good to see Megan yeah. and meet uh, Jace. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, I got a great family, great supporter, wife, best, best football coach's wife you could have. So. Man, you know, special place in heaven for coaches' wives. Absolutely is. Yeah, and you know, Jace is a uh, lucky young boy to have you guys as parents, man. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Thanks for giving me something to do. Yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> hey, you come back anytime, brother. Yeah. You're always welcome. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.